Hey everybody, Joe Rogan here. October 21st, I'm going to be at the Starlight Theater with Big Joey Vellucci. This guy is hilarious. The funniest guy on the scene. That's a 2,000-seat theater. Pretty excited for that one. Still a handful of tickets left at JoeRogan.com. November 3rd, I'll be judging the third annual Tri-State Try-Anything Hot Dog Eating Contest with Little Valencia Romero. You know I love a good sausage fest. Very funny guy. Still a few tickets left at JoeRogan.com. Very excited for that. On November 15th, MMA fighter William Wonders going head-to-head with the biggest crocodile in the entire Tennessee River Basin. Very, very funny crocodile. Solid comedian. I'll be calling the match. Very excited for that. Still a limited number of tickets left at JoeRogan.com. Now today on the podcast, super excited for this guy. We have Laird Lindquist. We get into his hit podcast, One Man's Journey with Laird Lindquist. We talk about Maxwell Springs and Laird's experience with psychedelics. Great episode. The seven hours just flew by. Felt like 10 minutes. Let's get to it. Laird, so glad you could join us, man. Not an easy dude to get a hold of. Thanks for having me, Mr. Rogan. Call me Joe, man. Now I can't wait to hear about this podcast you made, One Man's Journey with Laird Lindquist. This thing, Jamie, you gotta hear this thing, man. It's wild. I listen to it while I'm working out. I've been doing this new workout while I run a mile into the forest with an axe, chop down the biggest tree I can find, and carry it back home. And the podcast, it just gets me locked in. Oh, wow. You carry an entire tree for a mile? Yeah, incredible workout. Jim Fansworth, a buddy of mine who owns a gym slash lumber mill outside of Portland, turned me onto it. If you're ever in Portland, Laird, you gotta check it out. Works every part of your body. I'll get you his number. Anyway, how you doing, man? Very nervous, honestly. I'm not an adventurous eater. Adventurous eater? I've seen the show. You always have people eating bugs and rotting meat and stuff. Not looking forward to that, but I'm ready. I stopped hosting Fear Factor in 2006. I only eat bugs for fun now. Good source of protein. Really get you locked in. Oh, this isn't Fear Factor? I think the cameras threw me off. Yeah, we filmed this for YouTube. Tons of people watch. We got video, audio, workout supplements, all kinds of stuff. It's the Joe Rogan experience. Oh, you host that? I love that show, Joe Rogan. It's the first podcast I listened to to inspire my show. The circle of podcasting, huh? But you're the king now. Jamie, make sure the king here gets some alpha brain before he leaves. You gotta try this stuff, man. You'll be locked in. The Joe Rogan Experience was the most popular podcast in the world until the Maxwell Spring story broke. And then One Man's Journey took off, man. You are doing serious numbers, Laird. So tell me, Laird, how do you get mixed up in all this? Well, Joe, I was working as a level one data accountant. Level one data accountant? That's some serious shit. I'm a level two now. Yeah, people don't realize, Laird, that there's, there's levels to this shit. Yeah, level one and level two. Man, you, you ever think about how accounting started? Like, I wonder if they had accountants back in ancient Mesopotamia. I don't think so. It's just crazy to think about. I mean, you know what the, the world's oldest profession is, right? Prostitution? No, professional fighter. And, and I'm sure they needed accountants to count their winnings, right? Jamie, can you pull up that footage of a Mesopotamian fight between a sphinx and a monkey? They had video cameras back then? Probably hallucination I had on an ayahuasca trip. A- anyway, so you're happy with your life. What happened? Well, someone in my accounting department wore a t-shirt to work. Which, if you know accountants, a t-shirt is something you'd notice. We all wear button-up shirts. So I asked him what was going on. And he said this guy, Maxwell Springs, changed his entire outlook on life. I'm so glad I'm not an accountant. 
I, I once enrolled in an Excel class thinking it was about excelling physically, and I get there, and it's a computer class. I can't use a computer. Have you seen these fingers? They're so strong, I can't even snap them. I could break my hand by trying to snap my fingers. They leave my hands all bruised. Ow. So that's when you get into Maxwell Springs, I'm guessing? Great guess, Joe. Yeah, I bought his first book, Lost Kisses on the Forbidden Island. Man, I know that one. He wasn't even writing self-help books at the time. Yeah, it was a romance novel, but it did lead to a few steamy weeks. Lots of love making in the Linquist household? Oh no, not sex. I just like reading in the steam room at my gym. Yeah, steam rooms are great. You, you ever fight someone in a steam room? Great workout. My buddy Derek Red owns a steam room slash Greco-Roman mud wrestling ring. Nothing like rolling around in hot mud with a sweaty guy to get you locked in. I'll get you his number. Great workout. Oh, nice. So what happens next? Let's, let's move this along. We only have six more hours to go. Well, after realizing Lost Kisses on the Forbidden Island isn't really a book that will help me, I dove right into his other books, Mind, Body, and Parole, The Ten Week Work Week, The Magic of Thinking Thoughts, How to Stop Worrying and Start Surfing. Classics. And of course his book, Success or How to Switch Up Your Habits Without Going Overboard and Joining a Pedophile Sex Ring. That one saved my marriage. It saved a lot of marriages. And a lot of children. From his books, I found the Maxwell Springs High Spirits Technical Institute of Yoga and Meditation. And of course, spring water. Wild shit to think about. So we have to talk about the spring water, Laird. Maxwell Spring, spring water. This is really the center of the controversy. For the listeners that don't know, Maxwell Spring sold people this bottled water, which contained vitamins, minerals, and illegal hallucinogenic drugs. Drugs, man, what a trip. I can't imagine not knowing you're on drugs. I love the stuff, but I sure as hell know when I'm doing it. Yeah, half my check was going into the water, Joe. But it made me feel great. I told my wife it was more like H2O. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Feel free to use that one in your comedy act. I'm not going to steal your joke, Larry. True. You wouldn't want to be accused of play joe <laughs> So my daughter told me about podcasts. I didn't know what they were. Still not 100% sure what they are, to be honest. And you are recording this podcast in an RV, right? Yeah, I bought an RV, which my wife wasn't very happy with. Been there before, buddy. I once started a full-on MMA training center in our garage. The missus was not a huge fan. Oh, yeah. My daughter, Maxine, enrolled in that class. My wife wasn't very happy with it. Better a boxing ring than a sex ring in retrospect. Marriage is tough, Joe Rogan. So we had an argument about the RV. I ended up leaving the family because I was on drugs, and I kind of got this idea my wife was cheating on me with her personal trainer, Dave. I can hook your wife up with my buddy Chuck Walmart. Great personal trainer. He got his dick blown off in the Iraq war, so you don't have to worry about any funny business. Oh, well, she wasn't cheating. Turns out yoga can look pretty sexual through stained glass windows. And when you're on a drug bender. It didn't help that... Dave kept jokingly calling Maxine his stepdaughter. But turns out, he just missed his own daughter. She went to college? No, she died in a grease fire. Wild. Fast food restaurants can be dangerous. All those carbs. Yeah, and it turns out Dave wouldn't have been interested in my wife anyway. After the fire, 
He came out as asexual. Is that short for alpha sexual? It's like alpha brain for your balls. Laird, you got you got to try this stuff. Uh, ja Jamie, pull up my sex tape. <laughs> you ever made love like a primate, Laird? No. Shh, shh, this is the best part. So what happens next? Oh, um, well, I stormed off with my Maxwell Springs books and spring water and went down to the great disappointment roadside attraction and RV park. Started recording the podcast down there. I did a set at the Great Disappointment Diner and Communal Showers back in 98 with Joey Delgado, funniest motherfucker on the planet. He ended up staying there. Lots of losers down there, Laird. So on your podcast, you fled the park because it went back to nature, correct? Yeah. Apparently, another overreaction on my part. I guess it was only a few raccoons and a badger and a snake and some bees. Well, sounds pretty intense in the podcast. I think I had an extra gallon of spring water that morning. Everything was a bit magnified. Wild. Hey, Jamie, pull up that video of the monkey in Russia attacking that hot dog vendor. Oh my god! Why would you show me this? Shh, this is the best part. Wild stuff, huh, Laird? That monkey just completely disembowels that hot dog vendor. They are built for killing. Crazy to think about. Imagine if terrorists figured out a way to weaponize monkeys, Laird. Yeah, that would be bad. God, that video was awful. I feel sick. So when did you join Mouthwolf? M-m-m-mouthwolf. What was that? What was what? Mouthwolf? Oh, that's the podcast conglomerate. This is where everything gets a little hazy. I think I was drinking more spring water than regular water at this point, so I was constantly in an altered state. I guess I got an accounting job at Mouthwolf with an agreement I could use their podcast equipment. Man, you must have been out of your gore, dude. Yeah, I ordered a baby on the dark web, was living in a cheap hotel at the edge of town with other addicts. It just seemed like I was in a never-ending cycle. How's the baby doing? He's great. We actually renamed him. Figured baby Tylenol would be a hard name to explain when he grew up. What'd you name We actually don't know if it's a boy or girl. I consulted my private detective, Francois, and he says you can't look at baby genitals if you order them on the dark web. That's a sex crime. Well, how do you change it? You go down to the city clerk's office and file a petition. Then you go to the court in about mm, 6 to 12 weeks to see if they approve your request. Then you get a decree. And that usually takes up to three months. Boom. New name. No, I meant how do you change the diaper? You're supposed to change a baby's diaper? How would I know? I have a teenage daughter. Gross. We wanted to make sure the baby wasn't named after a product. So we named the baby Ruth, after the front desk lady at the hotel I was staying at. <sighs> baby Ruth. Oh, like the candy bar. I didn't know it was a candy bar. Yeah, about five grams of protein in king size if you take it orally. Oh, so they're good for you? Not if you take it orally. So does your wife like Baby Ruth? She threw a big baby shower for it and everything. Loves it like her own. You ever fought a man in the shower, Laird? My buddy Reese McGowan runs a Muay Thai school where all the fights take place in the shower. Really hard to get a good grip on someone when they're all naked and slathered in soap. If you're ever in the Swiss Alps, you have to check it out. I'll get you my friend's number. Great, dude. So back to the podcast. Now this podcast notoriously had a lot of producer deaths. Hundreds of producers. That... That was a rough day. 
I mean, yeah, it was all over the news. Jamie, can you pull up the video of the accident? Oh my god! Why would you show me that? That's awful. Pretty wild stuff. I must have watched that video over a hundred times with my friend Robert Musgrave. He owns a spin studio in Lower Manhattan. Only difference is, instead of riding stationary bikes, you pick them up and use them to beat the shit out of other people. Great workout. If you're ever in the area, you've got to swing by. You are giving me a lot of good fitness tips. I'm going to be in great shape in no time. Better shape than Leather Jacket Guy. I heard he's having a bad time in prison. Yeah, I heard. He's an awful guy. Fifteen or so years he was on the MMA circuit. You should have seen this guy's stance, Laird. And he was also responsible for the death of 140 producers and one intern. And he had multiple sexual assault charges brought against him from both men and women. Yeah, that too, but his stance was just dog shit. Have you heard his new podcast? Quote, very, very innocent, the leather jacket guy files. Oh, is that true crime? It tries to be, but it seems to be just him trying to sleep with true crime fans. Jamie, can you play a clip? And again, this is during the strip search. The guard goes, wow, massive hog. We might need to get it its own cell. Can we hear about something that's not about his member? Yeah, Jamie, can you skip around? So I showed it to my cellmate, and he said, You're right. You don't need a shiv. You got yourself a sword. And luckily, I didn't have to bend over to pick it up. My dick flung the soap back up to me. So the prisoners wanted to play a game of baseball. But we can't have a bat since the last ride. So I volunteered my Louisville slugger of a cock as a bat. I was able to keep it up for all nine innings. The only thing I'm guilty of is having a thunderous schlong. Seems like it's all dick stuff, Laird. Well, I wish I would have known about it. I love baseball. Oh, okay, you're getting us a bit off topic. Let's hear about when you finally meet Maxwell Springs. Well, I didn't actually meet Maxwell Springs. At that point, I was pretty delusional. I don't remember much. It would have been great if my wife could explain that part to you on the podcast. She failed the drug test, Laird. We can't have her on the show. Every guest on the show needs to test positive for DMT. I understand. I think she saw what happened to me and is a bit hesitant to try it. You have to meet God to meet Joe Rogan. There is no God now that Maxwell Springs was a fraud. The seminar you were at was the one they arrested Maxwell Springs at, right? Yeah. We left just in time. So you left there and basically just resumed your old life. Yeah. Apparently, my job loved me. My wife loved me. My daughter thinks I'm okay. She bought me a you're in the top 50th percentile of dad's mug for Christmas. So sometimes you can't take too much stock in what other people consider happiness. Even if life feels like an endless loop, I'm happy in it. A lot of the journeys we take nowadays just make us realize we're happy with the mundane. I have a friend who got to the top of Mount Everest, but died on the way back. At the end of the day, his final goal was to make it home. And he would have made it if he never went climbing in the first place. But if he never went on that journey, he never would have realized home was the goal all along. Um, Joe? You okay? His alpha brain wore off, I think. Hugh just blew his mind. 
I'm just gonna pop this alpha brain in his mouth real quick. Whoa, that's really profound stuff, man. Crazy to think about. Wow, these seven hours really flew by. It felt like 10 minutes. Really? Has it been... It didn't feel like a seven-hour podcast at all. Well, that's what happens when you have a great conversation. Thanks for coming on the show. I can't wait to see what's next with you. You know my hey, buddy, Dad, Shane Wilmore, what are you right doing? Where you do? Just listening to some podcasts to, to prepare like, really for the hot. next chapter of my journey. But we're recording. Oh. Hello, humans. Greetings, free spirits. And namaste to the fellow members of the Millstream Community Center Yoga Class who promised me they would tune in. You are listening to One Man's Journey, a documentation of one man's journey to find meaning in his life. That journey is mine, and that man is me, and that man whose me's name is Laird Lindquist. And that documentation is a podcast, and that podcast is called One Man's Journey, a documentation of one man's journey. After 15 years in the corporate world, I worked my way up from data accountant to a tier one data accountant. One day I stopped for a second and looked out my window, and I thought, I wish I had a real view, because I had fashioned a window out of construction paper and tape I stole from the supply closet. And after 15 years, shouldn't I have a real window? because the only window they gave me was Windows 98. So I decided to quit. And two months after I decided to quit, I actually quit. And I walked out of that building forever. I got home, took off my suit for the last time, got out my notebook, and started writing the next great American rap album, which is the sequel to my previous album titled the Great American Rap Album. It's a collection of solo a cappella bluegrass. As the great Maxwell Springs once said, our only limitations are those defined by the cowards in human resources. Dad, why are you talking different? This is how I talk now. This is the new me. And to my listeners who are thinking, who was that other voice? That's my daughter, who is also the producer of this podcast making me a producer-reproducer. <laughs> you can't quit this job, Maxine. Not when you quit karate after we paid a non-refundable fee. Dad, that was an adult MMA class. I almost died in front of Joe Rogan. Okay, no more sound effects, please. That's very distracting. You are on my team now, Maxine. How cool is that? Aren't you glad I convinced you to drop out of school? It's summer break. Well, drop out. We're a team now. That's why we signed you up for team sports. MMA isn't a team sport. Let's get this started. Welcome to day one of my journey to financial freedom and spiritual enlightenment. Do I think this podcast will be profitable? Yes. Do I have any idea how to make a podcast profitable? Not yet, but through the lessons I learn in my journey and my faith in a higher power, I am convinced that everything will work out eventually. 
Maxwell Springs isn't a higher power. You are right, Maxine. Maxwell Springs may not be a higher power, but he impacted many people more than God. And his books are way easier to read than the Bible. In fact, I would call Maxwell Springs a god. Are podcasts only commercial free? Uh, Not if you sign up for a major podcast studio like Mouthwolf or something. Well, for my listeners, I am committed to bringing you this podcast commercial free. Just as I've committed every day to drink eight gallons of spring water, Maxwell Springs' personal H2O formula for good hydration. Bottoms up. Um. Do the other podcasts you listen to have a horn? That's right! This podcast is recorded in the Spirit Mobile, which is an old RV converted into a podcast studio. Once I saw the price of $500, I knew that fortune had shined its light upon me, and creating a podcast was my calling. Yeah, $500 a month for the next 36 months. A what? It's a $500 a month lease, Dad. Maybe a new lease on life. My mind is the driver of this journey, and my body is the vehicle, and my vehicle's vehicle is the RV, and my vehicle's mind is my body. Whoa! Maxine, could you write that down? I just thought of it. How about I record it? Great idea. This mobile studio will give us the freedom to record anywhere in the country and meet with some of the most inspirational minds in America. Or, you know, just keep it parked outside our house. That's temporary, Maxine. Just waiting on my unemployment check to gas this baby up. I'm already having so much fun with the RV lifestyle. Slept in here last night, and when I went back into the house this morning, my friend Dave was already there to visit me. He was eating breakfast with my wife, and even had on a pair of my pajamas as a joke. What a jokester. He kept calling me stepdaughter. (laughs) Dave, what a goof. Listeners, thank you for starting this journey with me. So many times we hear advice from people already enlightened or well on their way through their journey. This podcast is different. I am a man at the bottom of my personal Mount Everest. And that mountain is my journey. And that journey is my podcast. And that podcast is about self-improvement. And you will be able to listen to this man climb their Mount Everest, and maybe even climb my Mount Everest, which is a journey, which is a podcast with me. In the future, we will have guests. But for now, we'd like to end today with a segment called Count Your Blessings. What was that? That was the segment music my friend recorded. You said he makes ambient spiritual music. No, I said he takes Ambien. And he's in a band called Demon Spirits of the Nightland. Before I count my blessings for the week, I want to remind everyone that blessings can sneak up on you. Blessings can wear disguises. They can be hiding in your closet, watching you change 
creating a fake Friendster account in your aunt's likeness to steal money from you? And sometimes when it seems like your life is falling apart, it might be that your life is coming together. We learn this from the Maxwell Springs title, The History of Farming in Missouri's Ozark Plateau, which he wrote for the Missouri Chamber of Commerce early in his career. In this pamphlet, he tells the story of a tomato farmer who in 1997 wanted to save money and ordered tomato seeds from the internet. When the tomato seeds showed up, the farmer knew they were bad seeds. They didn't look like tomato seeds at all. But he had no money, and the website he bought them from had disappeared. But if life only gives you bad seeds, you plant them. Or make lemonade, if they end up being lemon seeds. As harvest approached, he realized they weren't tomatoes at all. He wasn't sure what the strange plant was, and asked Jeeves hadn't been invented yet. So, there was no way to find out. He doubted himself. He lost his farm, his family, everything. But his blessing was right around the corner. One morning, a brand new black Cadillac came down the driveway, and two men knocked on the door, offering the farmer $2 million cash for the tomatoes. So you see, sometimes what looks like a bad seed might turn out to be opium. In the farm of my life, I planted the seed of not having any money and harvested being in the best shape of my life by cutting out liquor and cigarettes. Blessings. In the field of my journey, I planted giving up a job, which there was a commute that was way too long, and instead harvested a future where I walked to work. Blessings. In the acreage of the existence of mine, I gave up watching football and harvested the practice of the act of meditation, which I do while watching football. Blessings. Thirteen years ago, I was told my own seed was bad. Nonetheless, I planted them in the fertile pasture of my wife and harvested a beautiful daughter. Uh... An end to a beginning. A middle-aged man born anew. Thus concludes episode one of One Man's Journey. Please smash that like button and subscribe to my channel. That's YouTube, Dad. We talked about this. Yes? Well... Do whatever it is you do to podcasts. Stay learning. Stay loving. Stay at least 500 feet from school zones, Uncle Larry. Oh, you don't have to worry about that. He hasn't touched a book in years. I'm not worried about him touching books. Unless they teach a how not to shower class. <laughs> Ugh.